saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. And you have a vaccinated group and you are in an indoor setting, uh-huh. you can enjoy, as we have traditionally over the years, uh-huh. dinners and gatherings within the home with well. people who are vaccinated. And that's the reason why people should, if they invite people over their home, uh-huh. essentially ask and maybe require that people show evidence that they are vaccinated. Well, now. <laughs> Fauci, Mr. Uh, I'm in charge of your life. That same Anthony Fauci. I'm running the show, baby. I'm in charge. That very same Anthony Fauci wants you to require a vaccination card from your guests to come over to the house for Christmas. I'm sorry, Charlie. I, I, I know you're three, but until you can come see what Santa left you, we have to check your card. Have you been vaccinated, son? I'm sorry, you can't come over. No, 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 no. I'll tell your mom and dad, you know, that you can't come. And why? Because you haven't been shot. Now, if you go get the shot, it's right over there at CVS or ATB. If you go get the shot, then you can come see what Santa does, okay? Okay. Bye-bye, Charlie. Has Fauci completely lost his freaking mind? Yes, is the answer to that. Oh, he said a lot more yesterday. We have to put the communal responsibility ahead of individual preferences. This was all during a wide-ranging interview with the Washington Post. No one likes mandating for people to do things that they might be hesitant to do, said Anthony Fauci. But quite frankly... You have to when you're in the middle of what we call a historic experience of the worst pandemic of a respiratory disease in the last 100 years. We have to put the communal responsibility ahead of individual preferences. You see, you don't get to choose for yourself. You have to give up your own rights and feelings and thoughts about your body and capitulate those rights and thoughts and feelings about your own body to us. He went on to say, so although no one, myself included, likes to be told what you have to do, sometimes if you don't come to the realization that it's good for yourself, for your family, and for the communal good, then mandates or requirements are necessary. He said, while it would be preferable for people to get vaccinated voluntarily, if they're not willing to do so, you've got to do things that are unpopular that clearly supersede individual choices and are directed predominantly at the communal good, he said. Well, so, this just proves what I've been telling you for a long time. This is a tyrannical government, and these are tyrannical people. These are authoritarians who just want to run your life. It has nothing to do with the science. They don't care about the science. What they care about is telling you and your child what to do. But wait, that is the science. If we get everybody vaccinated, then the science proves that we're not going to have COVID, right? Everybody get vaccinated and COVID's going to go away. Well, let's talk about that for just a minute because I happen to dig into the research on that. In Joe Biden's first 10 months in office, he has surpassed the death toll recorded during former President Donald Trump's last 12 months in office, when vaccines and therapeutics were not available. You remember when they didn't have the breathing machines and we had to build them and Donald Trump pressed into service the private sector to build those breathing machines, ventilators for people because Barack Obama had given it all away, got rid of it all. Remember that? It's approximately 396,529 people have died in the United States from the Wuhan flu under Joe Biden even before he's reached his 11-month in office. He's had vaccines the entire time. He's had better therapeutics the entire time. And yet, 
More people are dying now than died in the first year without vaccines and without the breathing machines and the other great therapeutics, the drugs, and what have you. Within his first 10 months as president, the country has seen the death rate more than double. Hey, Fouch, babe, Fouch, over here, Fouch, you're saying I have to give up a right to decide what to do with my body and... Under your leadership with Joe Biden, the rate, the death rate has more than doubled with vaccines. Huh? How's that work? Why are more people, more than doubled, why are more people dying now with vaccines? With better hospitalization and drugs and therapies and what? Are you, why are more people dying now than died in the first year of this thing when we didn't have a vaccine? When we didn't have one vaccine, much less all these and pills that people can pop now and everything else. I'll just mention his boss man, Joe Biden, who campaigned heavily on combating the coronavirus, said he's going to get rid of it. He actually said, in my first year in office, I'm going to get rid of COVID. But in an October 2020 debate with Donald Trump, and we can look this up and play it, he said, Joe said, anyone, meaning Trump, anyone who's responsible for that many deaths, which at that time was 220,000, should not remain as president of the United States. At that time, it was 220,000. Joe Biden has had almost 400,000 die. Double. Double the number die on his watch than when he said that. Do you think Joe Biden is going to uh, quit? Do you think he's going to resign? He's the one who said anybody who's had that many deaths, 220,000 deaths, should not, does not deserve and should not remain as president. Those are his words, not mine. So, so far, he's had 400,000 deaths. That's double 220,000 deaths or you know close to it anyway you think he's gonna quit no what is their answer more vaccines more masking more requirements in, on your personal life folks i gotta tell you something and then you can call me and tell me what you think <laughs> i more of these lockdowns more of these controls on your life yesterday don had the story of san antonio independent school district putting useless worthless masks back on their children at san antonio independent school district and the rates are doubling the death rates are doubling more people have died of the last 11 months and we've had the vaccine than died in the first year without the vaccine explain that to me folks 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Remember, when it came out with a the vaccine, they told us over and over. Well, first of, first of all, Joe Biden said, don't take it because it came from Donald Trump. That's what he said. Don't take it. Kamala Harris said, don't take it. It comes from Donald Trump. And now that they're in the big chairs, you know, that's the be-all to end-all. Take this. And it started out, you won't get the disease if you take the vaccine. In fact, the numbers were 95% protection. 95% protection. You won't get it. And then all of a sudden, they started to have people getting it, and they, they called them breakthrough cases at first. Well, that's a breakthrough. That's an anomaly. It's just a, it just doesn't happen, you know? Of course, you're going to have 5% of the people. But then the 5% went to 10%, went to 20%, went to 40%, went to 50%, and the numbers have continued to climb. And yet, what they tell you is that you should not allow family members or friends or anybody else to come to your Christmas morning or Christmas Eve celebration unless they prove they are vaccinated. Why? When, with the vaccines, they have effectively doubled the number of the dying from this disease. Why should we require the people, our family, Uncle Charlie, to come to our Christmas? Why should we require them to show us their vaccine when under these people, meaning Biden and Fauci, the death rate has doubled? 
Okay, let's talk about it a little bit. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, Johnny, good morning. Are you going to require a vaccine uh, card before people can come to your Christmas celebration? I'm not, I'm not going to. They better to bring something to, something to eat and all, I'd tell them. But I'm talking about a mandate. I got a nephew retired in Marine Corps, and he worked security in a nuclear power plant in Georgia. And he took had to take that shot. That boy was in good health. Now he's having problem with his heart. Uh, I'm telling you, mm. it was all good. Yeah, I told him. I said he was going to take your life for his job. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a, it, the insanity is out there. You know, Johnny. Uh, I, and I'm vaccinated. I'm not an anti-vaxer. I'm an anti-mandator. Okay. And uh, Fauci, when when somebody like Fauci says what he said, well, you know what, uh, you got to give up your personal freedom and your personal choices and your personal preferences, you know. When somebody like that says that, it's just tyrannical and it's authoritarian, you know, it's Hitlerian, it, 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 all, all of those things that you want to describe it as. Because people know their own bodies. You've been living in the earth suit however long you've been living in it. You know your own body, and you know whether or not you should take a vaccine. You know that. Anthony Fauci doesn't know you. He's never stuck a stethoscope against your chest. He has no idea what you have, what you don't have, and what you should or should not be doing with your body. This is not about the science, and he knows it. He knows this is not about the science. This is about total and utter control in this last statement by him proves it. Thank God for Democrats Joe Manchin and John Tester yesterday because they voted to repeal Biden's federal vaccine mandate. Now, that's in the Senate. When it gets over to the House, it's going to be turned down by Pelosi because she's a nut job. And uh, so it's not going to pass in the House over there. But even if it did, Joe Biden would, uh, would veto it because he wants to control your life too. How many hours do you spend stuck in traffic a year we're going to talk about that coming up i got the numbers on that and uh and the abbott beto o'rourke little bobby o'rourke race how are things going there we got that and as always the phones are open at 210-599-5555 we can talk about that or anything else you want to talk about are you going to require a vax a vax mandate are you putting into place the vax your christmas vax mandate when you send out your christmas cards you're welcome to come but you got to prove that you've been vaxxed before you can come to my house for christmas 210-599-5555 hey it's sean Rima. merry christmas and happy new year from all of us at news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 no one myself included likes to be told what you have to do uh-huh. sometimes if you don't come to the realization that it is good for yourself for your family and for the communal good then mandates or requirements become necessary. Annie, are you okay? Hmm. Are you okay, Annie? 524, Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. Um, Keep that recording there, Chris, because when I talk about ESG credit scores, something that most people haven't even heard about. If you haven't heard about ESG credit scores, that bit from Fauci is going to fit into that, too. In fact, just about anything that they want to do is going to fit into that. Let's go to the phones. Annie, are you okay? Good morning, Ann. Yes, sir. Good morning. Um, Two things. One, uh, DeFauci, I don't care what he says or anybody says, my husband and I still won't get the okay. any vaccine. And the other thing, uh, as far as the gas prices going up, my husband is a dental technician. He does the work all by himself. He's got uh, uh, eight different dentists. He has to go to five different counties sure. to pick up and deliver. And the gas prices are – we've had to cut back on – uh, different things. Sure. Um, so it's not just the truck drivers. It's well, of course it's everybody. Oh, but for sure. You know, and and thank you for the call this morning. I appreciate it. Um, I, I said a long time ago that people who are chauffeured around in black limousines all day and have been, like in Joe Biden's case, his entire life, chauffeured around in a black limousine, 
who's never pumped a gallon of gas in his life should not be in charge of deciding how much you pay at the pump. And they are in charge of that. And they're look, the increase in gas prices done on purpose by Joe Biden. Remember in 2008 when Barack Hussein Obama said, we naturally will have to bankrupt a lot of these companies in order to get you to switch over to alternative fuels. This is all, this is how they do it. Read Ordinary Men by Brown. You'll find out what I'm talking about. But this fits right into the story I want to tell you about right now because a new survey is out by traffic data provider Enrix that you in San Antonio are spending about 23 hours stuck in traffic uh, per year. It's almost a full day, obviously, of being stuck in traffic a year. What they did was they did this uh, survey to determine the most congested cities, of course. Chicago's number one at 104 hours. Houston's number eight, 58 hours. But San Antonio... Uh, you lose your, your your 25th most congested city in the United States. You lose about uh, about a day sitting in traffic. Now, it do, here's the point of this. And by the way, the most congested areas are downtown, the medical center, and Northside 281 and Loop 410. But here, here's the point of this. It doesn't have to be this way. The engineers who do the work projects for our highways and our roads throughout the state of Texas and in a lot of other places across the country, but I only want to talk about Texas at the moment, meaning San Antonio and the state, they do this on purpose. You, you realize that, right? They mess up all the streets on purpose, and here's why. They want you to be miserable out there. I'm not making this up, guys, and this is not some conspiracy theory. I've had guys behind the scenes that are involved in this stuff tell me that. That whole 281 debacle out there, 281 north of 1604, they did all that going back 30 years ago in order to make it hurt you so bad to be on 281 because they wanted you to pay. They wanted you to pay them to drive on the road or get your butt out of your truck and ride a bus and pay them to take you in a bus, whatever. That's what they wanted. They wanted to build light rail, remember all that, pay them to carry you around. That's why they mess up all the streets. That's why they keep it all tore up all the time. They want you mad. They want you losing hours sitting there in your car. They want you, you know, following another car just stacked with traffic, and you can't go to the left because there's a car there, and you can't go to the right because they want the traffic tie-ups, and they want them to be even worse because the worse they get, the more likely it is you're going to get out your vehicle and pay them to take you where you need to go. And that's a fact. That's how they do it. Again, Ordinary Men is a good book to read that, you know, we push you this far until you push back and then they stop and then we push you a little bit further. And the next thing you know, you've been pushed 300 miles backwards and you don't, you wake up and you go, how do I get this far down the road? Daniel, go right ahead. Good morning, Trey. I think another good book to read is 1984. Well, of course. That's perennial. Absolutely. (laughs) But hey, just wanted to comment on the inequality that is being brought by the SAISD mass mandate. I mean, the, this party talks about equality. So the irony now is, you know, the wealthier kids in uh, Alamo Heights ISD have a choice not to wear a mask, whereas the San Antonio ISD kids don't have a choice and possibly not even the resources to move somewhere else. Uh, I did see uh, Ron Nuremberg and the judge uh, in a, uh, I guess it was a game, and they're not wearing a mask. There are pictures on uh, Ron's uh, Twitter. So this is complete hypocrisy. Oh, of what course they're it doing is. is. They're creating a new uh, socioeconomic class. And I'll finish with this. The saddest thing 100%. about this mask nonsense mm-hmm. is the lower you are in the socioeconomic uh, ladder, the more you have to use a mask. Daniel, if they, that's exactly right. They, they want an underclass in this country. And they're creating it day by day. Why? Because that's dependence. Why do you think the border is open? And that in his first year, Joe Biden has brought in 2 million people that don't have jobs. They're not vaxxed. They're going to get sick. They're going to have to go to the hospital. We're going to have to pay for them. Those are dependents who are dependent on the state. They are creating, as I've said over and over again, people kind of laugh at me when I said, they're creating communism in the country by importing people and by creating a lower strata of people and uh, uh, dissolving the middle class so that you have 
the upper, upper, upper class and the people that, that are the uh, elites and the elected, and they are the ones in charge and they're the powerful ones, and way down below them you have the lowest of low class, and those folks are dependents on the state. That's called communism. That's what they're creating in America today. Whether you believe it or not is irrelevant. It's a fact. It's going on. It would be my hope that we will have this bill done before the Christmas vacation. 539 KTSA 210-599-5555. Yeah, you know that $600 monitoring of your account, your bank account that they want to do that's in Build Back BS? I'm going to tell you more about that in a second and how that's going to affect your life in a not-so-positive way. Cindy writes to uh, Trey at KTSA.com. Hey, Trey, we had several family visit for Thanksgiving. A few stayed with us. We are all vaccinated by our choice. Found out eight days after they left, one tested for COVID. Blows Fauci out of the water. Thanks, Trey. Well, thank you, Cindy. Uh, That's right. Uh, Fauci says if you're going to have people over for the holidays, you should do a vax mandate. (laughs) A little Hitlerian there from old Fauci. You should do yourself a vax mandate before grandma comes over. (laughs) Have you been vaxxed, grandma? Granny. Granny. Have you been vaxxed, huh? Well, if you haven't, you can't come to my house, says Anthony Fauci. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. He also says that you should give up your uh, choice with your own body what to do. You know, Of course, he doesn't feel that way about abortion. But when it comes to this, he says that you have to give up your own decisions what to do with your body. Now, we're going to play that in a minute. And it's going to feed into something I want to tell you about concerning ESG credit scores. I bet you haven't even heard about ESG credit scores, have you? We're going to get education in it this morning, all right? We're going to do that here in just a little while. But first, Adam, you're on KTSA. Good morning, Adam. Good morning. Great work as always, Trey. You know, Trey, I wish they would really investigate uh, Fauci for him being directly involved for creating the virus, you know, and lying about it. And what's so pathetic is that he's in charge of what we're doing about it, you know, uh, Europe, Australia, they've been devastated because of lockdowns and, uh, you know, uh, mandates. And New York City is on the same path. You know, people are going to get tired of it. You know, I'm over it. I don't, I don't care who's vaccinated. None of my business. It's their choice. You know, uh, I'm not vaccinated. You know, Trey, the Lord has always blessed me with health, and I don't want to uh, mess with that. Well, certainly that is your call, Adam, and that it should always remain your call. But here's been my point. And I'll make it again. I'm going to break, and I'm going to come back, and we'll talk about this ESG credit score stuff because you got to hear about it. The coronavirus deaths in Joe Biden's first 10 months have doubled than what they were under Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't have vaccines. They didn't come along until he was out the, heading out the door. In most cases, he didn't even have ventilators because Barack Obama had not replaced the PPE and the and the ventilators. Donald Trump had to go to car manufacturers, car companies, GM and others, and have them make. He had to go to to Mike Lindell at my pillow and have him make the face mask. We didn't even have face masks, much less ventilators. We had nothing. We were not prepared for a pandemic. We had nothing, much less vaccines. And since Joe Biden has been in office with Anthony Fauci running the show, the number of deaths have doubled. 270 million Americans are are vaccinated, and they have doubled the death rate in 11 months. And so I would say, as I've been saying over and over again, if you listen to a thing that comes out of Fauci's mouth, you're a nut. You're an absolute 100% nut if you pay any attention to what that man says. He is, this is nothing but tyranny that they're trying to bring to the American people. It's authoritarian. It's Hitlerian. You can call it whatever you want. But it's taking away your choice for your body. And you'll hear it after. All or stop by today. Today's Pledge of Allegiance, powered by Stevens Roofing. Go for it, Daniel. The U.S. is the most beautiful country and the most free. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. 
I love the USA. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. We do have still 60 million people who are eligible to be vaccinated who are not being vaccinated. Now that we have the Omicron variant threatening us, I hope that triggers or spurs people to reconsider their recalcitrance to getting vaccinated. I do hope so. All right, it's 5.50, Trey Ware at KTSA. So I want to go back to another piece of audio that we have from Anthony Fauci, okay? And it, it, I wish I could say it was stunning, but it's really not. It's, it's come to be expected. First of all, he has one that says, you know, you ought to have a vax mandate before you allow people to come over for the holidays. Even though with the vaccines, Joe Biden has doubled the death rate with COVID. Um, but during an interview with the Washington Post, he also said nobody likes mandating people to do things that might be hesitant to do. But quite frankly, we're in the middle of what we call a historic experience of the worst pandemic of a respiratory disease in the last hundred years. We have to put the communal responsibility ahead of individual preferences. No one, myself included, likes to be told what you have to do. Sometimes if you don't come to the realization that it is good for yourself, for your family, and for the communal good, then mandates or requirements become necessary. Communal good. Communal good. If you do not come to the realization it's good for yourself and for your family and for the communal good, then mandates or requirements become necessary. Are you listening? He then went on to say that, yeah, of course we want you to do it voluntarily, but sometimes you've got to do things that are unpopular, but that clearly supersede individual choices and are directed predominantly at the communal good. So they do this with COVID. The communal good. Give up your own personal choices about what you're going to do with your own body for the communal good. Let there be mandates for the communal good. And listen very carefully to the wording that Fauci is using there. It's very important that you understand what the wording is and that you pay close attention to the wording. We have to put the communal responsibility ahead of individual preferences. If you don't come to the realization it's good for yourself, for your family, and for the communal good, then mandates or requirements become necessary. What else are they going to mandate? For the communal good. Because if you don't come to the realization on your own that it's good for your family and for the communal good, then we're going to mandate and require that you do it. So what else? If you think that they're going to stop at requiring this for, for COVID, you're crazy. So what else are they going to require? Well, let me just give you one. Have you ever heard of an ESG score? You have one. You ever heard of it? No, you haven't, have you? But you have one. Car loans, business loans, mortgages, more. They call it the partnership between America's biggest banks and the federal government and the global groups like the World Economic Forum, Davos, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch. They now assign ESG. That stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance Credit Score. You have one. This is why they want to monitor the $600 that comes in and out of your account. What are you spending your money on? Are you supporting green or brown causes? How much have you donated to green groups like Sierra Club and others? Just where are you spending your money? What about your political contributions? You give $650 to a Republican, we need to talk to you about that. Your ESG score, you are scored based on your investments and where you are spending your money. Are you spending your money on gender equity, fair labor practices, environmental responsibility, human rights, diversity, and inclusion? Then you get, if you are, then you get a higher score which allows you to borrow money, which allows you to continue on with life. It's called, in their world, responsible investment. I have spent hours going to these websites for these big banks and these big investment firms, and it's all over there. 
The institutions, these big institutions, are already directing loans and investments toward woke, green causes and away from traditional investments. In fact, they're even open and saying that's what we need to do. Like Karen Fang, the global head of the sustainable finance at Bank of America, she says we're offering a way for investors and clients to be part of our contribution toward environmental and social sustainability. We believe in the power of market-based solutions. In other words, they are funneling money to green causes and away from traditional causes. Bank of America uses the Global Reporting Initiative, the United Nations Global Compact, the Task Force on Climate-Related Financial Disclosures. Where am I getting this information? From their websites. From their own websites. No, this is not coming from InfoWars. (laughs) This is coming from their websites. I went to their websites. I printed out the sheets from their websites and, and their PR notes from their websites. As they work with leaders from civil rights, consumer, community development, environmental organizations, and socially responsible investment firms. Bank of America introduces framework to support future ESG-themed issuances. Advancing environmental transition and social inclusive development guided by the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, focusing on a just transition with meaningful progress towards equity. ESG-themed issuance framework further enhances its issuance of green, social, and sustainability bonds and other ESG securities by Bank of America Corporation or any of its subsidiaries. Bond issuance designed to advance racial equity, economic opportunity, and environmental sustainability aims to advance the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Bank of America designed the framework to align the green bold or bond principles the social bond principles and the sustainability bond guidelines by focusing on financing and investments that provide people of color or women with expanded access to essential services offering way for investors and class being part of the contribution towards sustainability adding the environmental social and government scores will identify which investments that you're directing your money to in what they say is the proper way back circle back to anthony fauci Are you spending your money where you need to be spending it for the communal good? Are you investing where you need to be investing for the communal good? Like green stuff, like solar panel companies, windmill companies? Are you investing in racial equity and LGBTQ causes? If not, mandates. There be ideological differences in what public health pathway you follow. What? The public health pathway should be common and consistent what? for everyone <laughs> because there's only one proper way to do it, and that is to protect yourself, your family, <sighs> and your community. Yeah, there's only one way, and that's, that's my way, says uh, Fauci. I got more on that. We'll talk about it. Good morning, 606, Trey Ware, 550 KTSA. No, very Hitlerian. This guy sounds over and over again, man. We're in charge. We're going to tell you what to do. Very tyrannical. Anyway, we'll talk about that. 210-599-5555. I got some numbers here for Abbott and O'Rourke. I got the uh, Fox Christmas tree arse. Well, we should do that first, I think, Don, because uh, you had a great line about that. I, I just want to have a little bit of fun before I get all heavy again. Okay. Um. So the ar- arsonist who allegedly burned down the Fox News Christmas tree was freed overnight without bail because that's how they roll in New York now. So they no no bail. Uh, he went there. His name is Craig Tamanaha. He uh, caused about $500,000 in damage allegedly outside the Midtown building. Now they arrested him, took him down, and uh, he was shouting after the, he was released with no bail because that's how they roll. That's how everybody's rolling now, no bail. The moms want to rape their blanking daughters. They set it on fire, he was yelling. He was then uh, yelling and screaming at, um, oh, at reporters outside of the courthouse, and then he was going around trying to get a cigarette from the reporters. <laughs> He's calling the reporter. Can I have a Try cigarette. Bum a smoke. <laughs> and you know, the last thing you want to get this guy is a lighter. So, anyways, <laughs> that's you, true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was told to return to court on January 4th. He seemed confused about that. He said, "Today, I have to be here today." No, no. He has a history of destructive stunts. He's homeless. He's abused drugs. His dad, Richard Tamanaha, said he's a nut. I can't control him. There you go. He was outside earlier in the day, apparently, allegedly. All of this is alleged, mm-hmm. but apparently, allegedly, he was outside the Ghislaine Maxwell uh, trial and uh, pulled down his pants and revealed himself to the reporters there. And his father said, yeah, yeah, he wants attention. He wants to get on the news. Well, he certainly got that, yeah. didn't he? Congratulations. Yeah. Man, you know, 
Set up some goals for himself. <laughs> what an inspiration this man is. High standards. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say this morning? This is la- jail's the last place he needs to be or something? <laughs> he said, well, perhaps jail is not the place for him. Yeah, it's not the yeah. perfect place yeah. for him. Um, now, that takes me to 1989. On this day in 1989, the number one song in America is We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. <laughs> No, Mr. Tanamanaha did, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Billy Joe with us. That was the number one song in 1989. What, t- tama, tamaha? Is t- that it? Tamanaha. Tamanaha. From Hawaii. I wonder if Billy Joe could come up with a word that rhymes with Tamanaha. <laughs> we didn't start to fire and put it in there? <laughs> yeah, put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. My uh, my sister-in-law knows him. I'm going to have her call him and ask okay. him if he'll do that. Yeah, see if that'll happen. And also, on this day in 1978, this song came out. Oh, Released on this day, 1978. We all remember the two guys, Ackroyd Belushi, otherwise known as the Blues Brothers, the old Sam and Dave head. I'm a soul man. I was uh, I was in high school when they came out, Don, and that was a phenom in high school. In fact, we had a couple of guys. Who did it? Was it? Uh, I think it was. Uh, was it Becker and Pierce? I think uh, in high school they dressed up that way and did it at a, one of the talent shows. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, their imitation was pretty good. Right, but that was a phenom, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun too. Yeah, you know the movie was great. They. The albums they put out were really good. They had a great band. Yeah, they I did. Mean, you couldn't get much better than that. Well, that's Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer, uh, Donald Duck Dunn. That's right. Steve Cropper. Yes, sir. Steve Jordan uh-huh. on drums. Yep. That was that whole NBC band. That was yeah. a Saturday Night Live NBC right. band that played there. And uh, you can see them. Well, one of the best uh, videos you'll ever see of those guys is backing Stevie Ray Vaughan on Crossfire. Mm-hmm. And the bassist is slapping the bass on it. Right. And he breaks a bass string. Yeah. Not a guitar string, a bass string. Mm-hmm. You got to work it to bass, break yeah. a bass string. So, anyway, good stuff. Excellent. Yeah. I love that the Blues Brothers movie, too. Well, bow, bow, bow. Man, that's a great film. <laughs> My son Thomas and I will quote that back and forth to each other. Rubber biscuit? Yeah. Bow, it's bow, a lot bow. of fun. All right. So, uh, Greg Abbott is in front of little Bobby O'Rourke by double digits, according to Quinnipiac, uh, 52 to 37%. If you care about the percentages, Abbott has the overwhelming support of Republican voters, 90%. Independent support Abbott, 47 to 37 A majority say O'Rourke is way too liberal. <laughs> What do you mean? Just because he says he's going to take your guns, what's your problem? <laughs> this guy thinks he's actually gonna, got a chance to win in Texas by saying, I'm going, you're damn right, I'm going to take your guns, end quote. Welcome to Texas. Abbott says, Abbott also has a higher favorability rating. Let's see here. Voters give higher marks to Abbott's personal traits. They say he's uh, honest. He cares about average Texans. He has good leadership skills. That O'Rourke is not honest. Asked about specific issues. Who does a better job on the economy? It's not even close. It's Abbott on gun policy. <laughs> I just told you. <laughs> I don't think we need to go any further with that. Situation at the Mexican border. Abbott. The response to the coronavirus. Abbott. The Texas-Mexico border is the top of the list for uh, Texans. Uh, during the presidential bid, of course, O'Rourke told the crowd at El Paso, walls do not save lives, walls end lives, and look at what we've had happen. Um, Something special is coming up here on the 18th, which is a week from this Friday. It's Wreaths Across America. I know Jack had the local representative on a couple of days ago. I'm going to have her on in a few days as well because they're looking for volunteers. And I hope you'll decide to get involved and volunteer and help out wreaths across America. Oh, Elaine had them on her show, too, her Sunday morning show. Um, but right now, they are catching um, some pushback from an organization that, in my view, is just looking for a chance to, to fundraise, and that is the Military Religious Freedom Foundation, right? And the Military Religious Freedom Foundation is not about religious freedom. It's, it's about the, the direct opposite. They don't want you to observe your religion, uh, particularly at, uh, at the gravesites of, of great heroes who are buried at places like Fort Sam and, uh, and, and of course, Arlington. 
Now, Wreaths Across America has been around for 30 years. 30 years they've been going to the graves of these uh, lost great American heroes and placing wreaths there at Christmas time. Now, this organization, this Military Religious Freedom Foundation, they said, hey, it's a great way to raise some money, I'll bet. We can send out some emails. So they've said it's unconstitutional, it's an atrocity, and it's a disgrace to put wreaths on these graves. To put them everywhere, they said, to blanket them without the permission of the surviving families is unconstitutional. It's an atrocity. It's a disgrace. The, the graves look beautiful with these gorgeous wreaths placed on them. This organization said, and by the way, this is obviously an atheist organization. It's a desecration of non-Christian veterans' graves. No, it's not. In fact, in 30 years, none not one family or family member has complained about the wreath being placed on the grave. In fact, quite the opposite. They love it because it makes the grave beautiful. But, says this organization, it's circular. It's made of evergreen to symbolize everlasting life through Jesus Christ. Like a fundamentalist Christian gang sign putting a symbol of the Christian season on all these graves. I hope you'll get involved. I hope you'll help. And, uh, and, and poked finger in the eye of this organization that wants to end it. Uh, she's going to be here uh, at 6.36 tomorrow morning. They need our help uh, on the 17th and 18th to put those wreaths down on those graves, and I hope you'll get involved in more details on that. And this other organization can take a flying leap you know where because not one family has ever complained about having these wreaths put on the graves of these great American heroes at these various uh, cemeteries. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it's a tradition that needs to continue. It beautifies these graves. Uh, and the families love it. All right, I want to tell you about Wagner Holick Custom Homes. Now is the time to sit down with Wagner Holick and make your plans for 2022. If you've ever thought about building a home, especially a custom home, Wagner Holick is your company to do that, and 2022 can be your year. You know why I say that? Well, eventually the Fed is going to have to go up on interest rates because of this runaway inflation. We're going to get some inflation numbers tomorrow, and I think the Fed pretty soon is going to have to go up on interest rates in order to bring in, rein in the inflation. And that means the cost of borrowing money to build a home is going to be higher after the Fed does that. Don't wait. Do it now. Sit down with our friends at Wagner Hall at Custom Homes. Your dream is their floor plan. Whatever you want your home to be, whatever you want it to look like, wherever you want it to be, Wagner Holick makes that dream of custom home ownership a reality for you. So don't wait for the increase sure to come of these interest rates. Strike now while you can, while the interest rates are low, and lock it all in with Wagner Holick Custom Homes so they can build your dream home in 2022. Their phone number is 210-625-8012. Okay, so the KTSA AccuWeather forecast, some sun this afternoon. It's going to be warm. It's going to be rather humid with a high near 80. And then tomorrow, cloudy and damp in the morning. Clouds are going to hang around during the day. should be about 84, which is close to the record. Overnight, Friday night into Saturday morning, cold front's going to push through. So Saturday's going to be windy and much cooler and much less humid with clouds breaking for some afternoon sun, high only 62. And then Sunday morning, looks like we're going to be in the mid-30s in town and even cooler in the hill country. Some of us in the hill country are going to be dealing with uh, probably some freezing temperatures on Sunday morning. Right now, Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. For the immediate future, I think it's going to stay with the two dose of an mRNA and a single dose of J&J to be the official definition for regulatory purposes and for purposes of admission or not into certain venues. It's going to stay that way for a while. But you need to give up your rights for the common good, says Fouch. Tell you more about that and let you hear it coming up here in the next couple of minutes and your ESG credit score as well. TJ, good morning. Welcome to the show. Trey, thank you for doing your homework. We of us out here, we're behind the brake lights like you talk about. Every day <laughs> we're out here getting it done. We don't have the time. Uh, practically, we don't have the energy you have, even if we had the skill. But our founding fathers knew 
that the only way we could keep a free country was to have freedom of speech and freedom of the press because we needed to be able to be able to speak truth, and the press needed to be able to bring us that truth. ESG, what you talked about earlier today, yeah. is just another. That's just another bone that you throw us that's full of meat. All the other radio stations. No, I'm not saying them all. You know, there's some great radio hosts out there. There's some great national radio hosts out there. Uh, but every morning, man, you've got a bone to pick, and it's got some meat on it, and it's because you stay up all night looking at this. I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you very much, TJ. You, uh, you just made my day. You made it all worthwhile. That's better than a paycheck. Don't tell the boss that, but it's better than a paycheck. Thank you, TJ. I really appreciate it. Well, let's, uh, let me bring that up again because, uh, we, you know, new audience every 12 minutes or so, and the folks that weren't listening before 6 o'clock, what is an ESG credit score? You, you, you've heard me playing the, the Fauci bit. Chris has been playing the Fauci bit this morning about you have to, for the common good, in fact, could, could we play that again? For the common good, you have to give up your personal rights and beliefs. Go ahead. No one, myself included, likes to be told what you have to do Sometimes if you don't come to the realization that it is good for yourself, for your family, and for the communal good, then mandates or requirements become necessary. If you don't come to the realization that it's good for the communal good, then mandates are necessary. So, yes, TJ, I did a whole lot of, uh, been doing a lot of research uh, for weeks now on ESG credit scores. It stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. These banks and lending institutions are now implementing these. One of the biggest is Bank of America, the other is Merrill Lynch. What is it? Well, first of all, the ESG applies to businesses and organizations that you can invest in and they rate those businesses and those organizations based on their environmental social and governance uh, abilities what they do and, and and how much they're involved in like greeny stuff right but then now they are posting esg scores on members of their banks in other words those who have money there and this goes back to build back better bs that i call it you remember in there they have the $600 requirement where they're hiring 90,000 new IRS agents to look at your account. And if you spend one penny over $600 somewhere, then they want to know where and they want to know what on that you're spending that money. Well, this is where your ESG comes in. Think again to Fauci. The betterment of all the good, the common good, you mandates requirements for the betterment of the common good. Well, what do they think the common good is? If you're spending your money on brown, like gas and oil, if you're investing in gas and oil and those kinds of things, you're investing in the wrong place. But if you're investing in things such as solar panels and windmills, etc., now, now you got it. Let me just, and this is from the websites of Morningstar Investments, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch. I went right to the website, so I'm, I don't read stuff to you on the radio, but I'm taking this information directly from their website, so it's what they are saying. And this is why they want to monitor your bank account. Are you spending your money in the right place? Are you supporting green or brown causes? How much have you donated to green groups? They'll know that. Where are you spending your money? Are you spending it on green? Th- did you buy an electric vehicle? Do you have solar panels on your home? What about your political contributions? Are, are you spending money with conservative causes or green causes, green New Deal issues? They list on their websites gender equity. Are you, are you investing in gender equity? Are you investing in fair labor practices, environmental responsibility, human rights, diversity, and inclusion? And you're scored based on that, where you're spending your money. You get a score based on where you're spending your money. And the only reason they would score you and keep track of that is so that, according to Fauci, they can come to you and say, for the common good, I mean, we've got to control the earth. We've got to make it better. We have to go green. You know that, and you're spending way Chris, you're spending way too much money on the brown stuff. You need to spend, you, you have not spent enough money. Look at this. Look at your score. Your green score, your ESG is way low. you got to get that ESG up, buddy. 
And these investment firms are also purposefully directing more money. In other words, loans and investment money, they're directing it more toward these groups. It's called responsible investment. Institutions are directing loans, investments toward woke and green causes and away from traditional investments, and they're going to do it more and more. And with this ESG score, they're going to use it to control you because if they control your money, if they review, if you're spending $600 and one cent, where are you spending it? If they control your money and tell you where you need to be spending your money, then they get it, don't they? It's theirs. You shouldn't be spending it on somebody like Donald Trump because he got you out of the Paris Accord. Are you spending money on Paris Accord stuff? From their website, Bank of America, the Global Reporting Initiative, the United Nations Global Compact, the Task Force on Climate-Related Financial Disclosures, the CDB and, uh, and Sustainability Accounting, and they meet regularly and invest regularly with leaders from civil rights, consumer, community development, and environmental organizations and socially responsible investment firms. They are here to advance the environmental transition and social inclusive development guided by the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, focusing on a just transition with meaningful progress toward equity. This is on their website, guys. It comes from them. They call it the ESG-themed issuance framework to further enhance its issuance of green, social, and sustainability bonds and other ESG securities by the Bank of America Corporation or any of its subsidiaries. They aim to advance the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Again, that's on their website. In fact, Karen Fang, the global head of sustainable finance at Bank of America, says we are offering a way for investors and clients to be a part of our contribution toward environmental and social sustainability. And here's the thing. They offer you that opportunity, and then they score you based on whether or not you do it. Hey, you want a loan? Well, let's just take a look at your ESGs. Nope. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, can't give you the loan because your ESG score your environmental, social, and governance score is not high enough. Well, I'd like to remodel my home. Nope. How much of that remodeling project is going to be done with a green company? How much green are you going to put in your home? Are you going to put solar panels on your home? Windmill in the backyard? You're going to recycle water? Nope. You don't get the loan. I want my kids to go to a college. Which college? You want a college loan? Which college? Let's just take a look at your ESG credit score, and let's see what you got there. Hmm, no. See, they're using social scores in China. Joe Biden is owned by China. And what they do with these social scores in China is they allow people or don't allow people to do certain things in everyday life based on their social score, which is, you know, or how just how good a citizen are you? So with Fauci now spouting this nonsense, utter nonsense that he's spouting now about, well, for the common governance good, we have to give up our certain rights and privileges. If you don't realize that, we're going to mandate it. Now, folks, if you think they're going to restrict that to COVID-19, if you think it's only in health that they're going to be doing this mandating business, if you think it's going to stay there and not go to your finances, you're nuts. You're not thinking. Please open your mind and think about this a little bit. Just in a quiet moment with your cup of coffee in your beautiful Yeti as you're driving along in a truck right now, spilling all that diesel everywhere, just think for a second. Why are they hiring 90,000 IRS agents to look at every penny that goes in and out of my bank account and then assigning me a score based on what I spend my money on. Grow together, how we live together, <sighs> and how we face a world full of peril and promise together. <sighs> Did you see that yesterday? Hillary is back on the scene. <laughs> Good morning. It's a 640 Trey Ware KTSA. Gave a master class in delusion yesterday. Narcissistic personality disorder on display yesterday with Hillary Clinton reading her 2016 victory speech. <laughs> <laughs> which which is going to be in a master class educational series it's a master class in self-pity and delusion is what it is but she yeah that's right she was crying you know while reading this speech the speech that should have been she she should have been the president she can't get over it
she's a narcissistic whack job. In fact, yesterday she she also said that um, Angela Merkel was the leader of the free world for four years during the Trump administration. Hey, Hillary, Trump was president. You never were and never will be. <laughs> I know. Speaking of the current occupant of the White House, evil Joe Biden, once again, for the sixth time, told that Amtrak lie. <laughs> he told it again yesterday. Everybody knows it's a lie. His staff has admitted it's a lie. It never happened. <laughs> That's the story that he, flo- he he had flown like a million miles on Air Force Two, which was not true either at that time. And then he went to the Amtrak train station, and the old man had been there forever, came up and, and grabbed me by my cheeks. And, 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 and not a joke. I thought he was going to get shot. True story. I thought he was going to get shot because he grabbed me by the cheeks. And I turned around and I told my boys, I said, no, it's okay. And the old man said, Joey, baby. I said, no, 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 it's okay. We've known each other a long time. And he says, Joey, baby, this is a big deal. A million miles. A million miles on Air Force Two. Well, guess what? We calculated you did a million point two on Amtrak. None of it's true. None of it is true. And he told it for the sixth time yesterday. How many miles in the 18-wheeler, Joey? The guy is just a lion sack. He truly is. All right. Talk a little bit more about Anthony Fauci here at 210-599-5555. I know you guys, and I, I, I know what your answer for this is going to be, that's, uh, that Fauci can stuff it. But if anybody out there is actually taking him seriously and that he's going, he's telling you now what, what you need to do before you invite friends and family over for the holidays, you need to have a vax mandate. You need to check their vax card. Show me your vax card before you come to my Christmas is what Fauci says you should do. So I'm curious if you're going to do that. What do you think about that? What do you think about uh, his comments concerning uh, no one, myself included, likes to be told what you have to do. But sometimes if you don't come to the realization that it's good for yourself, your family, and the communal good, then mandates or requirements become necessary. Even though I have the numbers here, and under Joe Biden, in 11 months, in 11 months, he has doubled the death rate from COVID-19. Approximately 396,529 people in the United States have died from the Wuhan flu hand under Joe Biden. Not even 11 months in office. Surpassing the entire U.S. coronavirus death toll recorded in one year under Donald Trump. And Donald Trump was at a deep in a deep hole because he didn't have vaccines that entire year. Remember, vaccines only came out right when Trump was leaving. And and Biden and Harris said in numerous interviews, don't take it because it's from Donald Trump. Remember that? And uh, so Donald Trump didn't, for, for, for most of the year, for an entire year, he didn't have vaccines. And he didn't have a whole lot of, he didn't have the ventilators. He didn't have the PPE. Remember, we had to make all that stuff. Joe Biden has had all of that available. Numerous vaccines, all the PPE and all the, the, the ventilators in the world, and yet he's doubled the rate of death in America to 792,000 people. It was at 396 when, um, when Biden first took office. In the entire first year of this, under Donald Trump, it's 220,000, and Joe Biden's up to 400,000, roughly 400,000. So he's doubled it with vaccines. And yet they're telling you that you have to keep your friends and family away during the holidays if they don't show their vax card ahead of time. Oh, and the other thing they're pushing is is rapid home tests. Here's the other thing they said. Keep your family and friends in the garage. Let them in through the garage. Do a rapid test in the garage before they come in the house. Anybody... Anybody buying this nonsense, 210-599-5555. I'll take your calls and the pledge coming up. Primo Processing is your place. That is your processing for all of your deer meat this year. Take all of your deer to Primo Processing. You'll get it back exactly how you want it, and they'll do it that way every time. By the way, if you're in the cattle business, I was for years with my dad, 
and uh, used to have to you know haul cows in and i'll tell you this place is fantastic i've been there i've been through every single room i've went through the entire process and i can tell you it's the cleanest facility i've ever seen and most state-of-the-art facility i've ever seen at primo processing highway 90 in hondo so your deer is going to come out exactly how you want to cut you're going to get the right sausage smoked the right way and seasoned the way you want it seasoned and they record all of it in a computer so you get a barcode and bang every time you take a you, you take cattle in there or you take a deer in there it's all done the way you want it done every single time consistency is the key and customer service too at primo processing again highway 90 in hondo by the way they'll come to you that's not a problem it's primo processing that's 830 roofing newsmaker hotline we got a whole lot of money in here yes yes for electric batteries electric battery capacity yes. and it's a gigantic investment we're making nationally yes. because right now the chinese are ahead of us okay you know you can't even listen to this guy even on stuff like electric vehicles because he has a an electric vehicle get together at the white house and he has gm and ford come and he's just praising them, kissing their fanny about, man, they're leading, man, they're leading the way in electric vehicles. Leading the way, man. This, look at what they're doing with electric vehicles. Uh, where's Elon and Tesla? They didn't get an invite. They didn't even get a mention. They invented it. They, they truly are the ones that started electric vehicles. And they got a ton of them on the roads. Ford and Chevy got this many, like this many. And Elon's got them everywhere. <laughs> well, you know why Joe did that. First of all, he's a pawn. Higher-ups told him to do that. He's owned by the big car companies. He's owned by Big Pharma, and he's owned by China. But why, why did he do that? Why? Well, because they are the union houses, right? And Joe, in his love of communism, we're all going to be, we're all going to be celebrating May 1st. We'll all be dancing around a Maypole on May 1st under Joe. Because what he's doing, the subsidies that he has in Build Back BS go toward the union shops like the GMs and the Fords and the non-union shops like Tesla get nada, get squat. And that's why he's doing it. Everything is political with this guy. So it is with USA Today as well. I, I don't know if you were a consumer of USA Today back in the day. You could get, you know, the whole story in a few sentences, blah, blah, blah. But then they got all woke. So now they ask the question, is math racist? Students of color struggle with the subject. Schools are altering instruction. Recommendations to make math more inclusive. Blowing up the world of mathematics education. And then they got their Twitter account blown up. People said, what are you talking about, you nuts? So now then they changed it to, is math education racist? And that made it worse because then they went back and changed what they had written. One of the problems with digital news sources, when something, Washington Post and New York Times are notorious for this, the whole Russian collusion thing, Washington Post went back and changed about 16 stories about Russian collusion that they pushed over the past four years, and they went back and changed the digital copies. When you don't have a hard copy in your hand, then it's easy to change. Of course, of course math is not racist. Educators who think it needs to be changed, they're the racist. When you, when you yourself are a racist, Everything else is racist as far as you're concerned. Think about that for a minute. It makes perfectly good sense. But really, bottom line is, USA Today, they just needed clicks. That's all. They needed clicks. Well, the scumbags over in uh, Virginia are going to take that beautiful piece of art, that statue of General Robert E. Lee. Obviously, these, these people have never studied Lee's life nor know anything about him, but because he represented the South, he's all racist. When, in fact, when you talk to people who are from the North, they'll tell you that there's more racists up there than there is in the Old South. Tons of racists in the North. But anyway, the Jefferson School African American Heritage Center is going to take that statue and melt it down melt it down 
Andrea Douglas is the center's executive director. She said it feels really, really eminent and historic. We don't want to take our trauma and have it move to another community. So they're taking this beautiful piece of art, ginormous statue of Robert E. Lee that they took down last year, and they're going to spend a million dollars to melt it down into junk. By the way, where's the statue from Travis Park in San Antonio, Ron? Did you melt it down? Is it in your pocket on a keychain or something? And the co-chair of the Texas School Board's racial equity panel has quit after confrontation with parents. Norma Garcia Lopez resigned yesterday after she was caught doxing parents who wanted what? They were suing the school district to block a COVID-19 mask mandate. And Garcia Lopez, who was nothing more than the volunteer racial equity head at the school district up in Fort Worth, put up the personal information of those parents and encouraged people to harass them online. Where in Rima? Coming up next, KTSA.